Hello and good morning to you, my beloved brothers and sisters in the Lord. Of course, it's your brother, Pastor Chidi Jacob, and I'm here this morning. As always, God has enabled us and given us the strength and made it very possible that we can fellowship together. Amazing. This is very amazing that this simple process allows us to fellowship together in thought, in spirit, in understanding, regardless of our physical location. We have people, of course, in the city of Abuja, people in Lagos, in Germany, in the U.S., and around the world. It's amazing. So, this is something, and this is also a proof how God does mighty things with seemingly very small things. God knows how to do extraordinary, wonderful, amazing things with something that is very little. Praise God. And this is a testimony of that. So, you know where we stopped yesterday? We were reading a revelation from the book of John, chapter number one, John chapter number one. And I did mention to you yesterday that after a while of preaching, I began to see that when the Bible says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God. Initially, my understanding was that that just a spoken word. For example, it will make more sense now when God said, let there be light and there was light. It's more than spoken words. Now, don't get me wrong. Spoken words is part of it or word is part of it, whether spoken or written, but it is beyond that. And then that became clearer yesterday as we studied John chapter 1 that in the beginning the living expression was already there so Christ is how God expressed and continues to express himself let me say that again Christ is how God expressed in the man called Jesus Christ of Nazareth was how where God expressed the fullness of himself now in the man that you and i are today being in the same likeness of jesus christ of nazareth uh, you know uh, were buried like him right we died like him died in him buried in him raised up as him now we are him so in us now we are now the we are now god's living expression for you to do God is for you to do good and manifest your father is why we are here because we are his living expression. That means the Bible now says that from the very beginning, that living expression was there with God. And where I, I finally landed yesterday is on John, on John chapter one, verse number three. And that's one thing I want to pick up again today because it tells us that this living expression that is Christ, right? That it was through his creative inspiration. So again, if we go back to Genesis 1, when he said, let there be light. So it was a manifestation. It was a creative inspiration because he says here, and through his creative inspiration, this living expression made how many things? All things through his creative inspiration. I can replace the word inspiration with imagination through creative inspiration. And that's what I was, I gave you practical examples yesterday of how you and I today as God's living expression, 
through our own creative inspiration or creative imagination, we can continue to advance the universe. We can continue to create in the likeness of our Father. Praise God. Don't forget, when we say create, it has been created. We are just bringing forth to put it together, to put the components together, to put the time and the seasons and uh, the situation and things together, what we desire, what we want, to put all that together is what I'm referring as creation because it gives birth to something that is new. Praise God. But don't forget this, that you and I, the two most important lessons you got to take from this week, number one, as Christ was God's living expression walking the earth. Because if you read them, it will tell you that this living expression became a man. This living expression became a man. So today, and, and of course, dwelled with us. So today, that living expression is you, is I. Oh, my brother and my sister, I wish, I pray that your eyes will open for you to know that God wants to express himself completely through you. In the good works that you do, in the good thoughts, in the children that you have, in the wealth that you make, in all the wonderful things that we are today the living expression of God. And through our creative inspiration, through our creative imagination, nothing is impossible. Look at what it says here. He said, and through his creative inspiration, this living expression, not another one, made all things. For nothing has existence apart from this living expression. Nothing has existence apart from his creative imagination. Beloved, this is what it means. This creative imagination in us, this creative inspiration in us is Christ in us. Praise God. Amen and amen. Praise God. And uh, amazingly, it says in verse number four, a fountain of life was in him that is in this living expression for his life is light for all humanity. Oh God, please pause and understand what I'm saying here. It's not me saying, I'm just basically just reading, reading the scripture for you. He says a fountain of life was found here. And guess what? The life of this living expression is not light. It's revelation. For who? For all humanity. What is he supposed to do? To turn us like him. Simple. His life is our light so that we be like him and function like him. Praise God. Amen. Once you start to realize that that thing that you're looking for, God has always been God's plan to express that thing through you. Then you will come down. You know, say you and God know the quarrel. Praise God. Now, beloved, let me add something to this. And Sunday, I was explaining this to them during the Bible study, what we call the Good News Academy, before uh, the Sunday service. And I was telling them that the highest act a man can perform is to believe. The most transformative action, the highest level of obedience, okay? the highest level of obedience a man can obey God is to believe. It's not to do things, okay? It is to believe. And unfortunately, this is the one that is less talked about. We talked about what we do. We must do this. We must do that. We must do, uh -uh, okay? The highest level of obedience a man can obey God. The highest level a man can obey God is to believe. And because believing 
is the most transformative act a man can perform. The thing that can change a dead man to a living man is believing. What can take a poor man and turn him into wealth is believing. Okay? Believing is the most transformative act a man can perform. For example, I've just presented very key truths to you. What do you do with it? It's not something you memorize in your head. And But what is the key thing now I want to say? Don't forget, believing. But how do you believe? You don't believe in your head. You believe in your heart. That's why when we started to talk, talking about going into the inner man, it's showing you how to walk it with your heart, from your heart. It, because the heart is the center of all things. And I'm going to show you more now. For you to agree with what I said is just to have a mental accent. And in your head, you can repeat what I said. It's just a mental accent. But okay, to believe it, your heart must be what? Involved. And this will explain to you where, why you see many preachers, even people who say what I say, repeat the same thing. I've seen people, it confused me because I saw people who I met in this journey. They even knew this message more than me. I was even looking up to them. I was listening to what I said. But when I get, got closer and closer to them, the result around them was opposite what they were saying. If I tried to deal with them, what I was seeing was different from what they were saying. Okay, I realized that it is a heart problem. It is a heart problem. Anybody who doesn't understand this is going to miss all I'm saying. It's a heart problem. It's, they have a lot of knowledge in their head. They can repeat what I said. But, Oga, this action is in the heart. Because it is the heart where this sort of works. Don't forget, I have presented to you the truth. Number one, we are God's living expression. And the Bible gave us understanding of how this living expression created all things through creative inspiration, or what I call creative imagination. Praise God. And through him, all things were made. Nothing was made outside of this creative imagination or creative inspiration. Now, what I'm saying may sound good to you, but until it settles in your heart, you just heard. And that's why I don't want to spend so many time trying to give people techniques and stuff like that. They try to repeat it. I'm only trying to get you to walk from your heart. Praise God. Everything I've asked you to do, meditation or stuff like that, the forms of prayers that we do now, is to get you to walk from your heart. Now, why is that important? Let me show you. I've read this scripture before, but let us tie it all together now. Why is this very important? Proverbs chapter 4, verse number 23. Proverbs chapter 4, verse number 23. He says, so above all, guard, that is G-U-A-R-D, guard, that will be protect, that will be garrison, right? The affections of your heart. Again, above all things, the scripture says, guard the affections of your heart. Okay? It will make sense to you why you see many religious people. But when you try to transact with them, you find out that there's no God in these people. They know the Bible, though. They know the tongue, so. They know the roll around, though. They know all the Christian songs, though. They know the, oh, yeah, God bless you. Glory, brother, sister, hallelujah, amen, hallelujah, amen. We are heavenly, heavenly. Nothing, no, not the day. It will make sense because these are all functions of what is in people's head. They have learned some culture. No, sir. Don't forget, God lives in our heart. Don't forget, that is the center of the whole thing. And the Bible says, protect this heart 
with all your diligence, with all due diligence. That's the way the Bible said, the other translation. It said, guide your heart with all, not some, mm -mm, with all due diligence. And the, the TPT explained further, the heart, of course, is represented by a physical organ. But when we say heart, what we are talking about is your thoughts, your wills, your discernment, your affections. That's what we're talking about. Emotions. That's what we're talking about. When we say heart, don't forget, heart is just a physical way, of course, in our body. And you know, this all makes sense because our heart is also the center of our life. You know that. Even biologically, physically, you know that the heart is, is from the heart that blood, blood is pumped out throughout the whole body. Now, that heart, when we say heart, is in your thoughts. So, if you are saying, I'm the righteousness of God in your mouth, it's not in your thought. You miss it because it's not in your heart, beloved. It's, it includes your thoughts, your will, your will. Don't forget your will, where you're willing from. What are you willing, beloved? From your wills, from your discernment, and what? Your affections. So, now, for example, you know that you are God's living expression, just like Christ, Right? And now, so that's what feeds your thoughts. That's what, that's where you will from, right? That's where you discern from, right? And that is what feeds your affection because your heart is your thoughts, your wills, your discernment and affections. Praise God. Now, look at what the scripture says. It said, for they affect all that you are. Oh God, not some of what you are. No, they affect what is going on in your heart. Listen now, that's why I keep telling people, stop blaming things out there. Shebe, I told you yesterday, you know you and I have repented from that one. Glory to God. I believe you have repented. I have repented. If you have not repented, make you repent too. Because if this is class, I will mark you wrong. If you have not completely abandoned blaming people, blaming situation, blaming the country, blaming Obasanjo, blaming Muratala Muhammad, blaming Buhari. If you have not graduated from that one, eh, if I mark your script, myself, you know, even though, you know, say pastor to the repent, I'm not judging right or wrong now. But if you have not done this one, I'll mark you wrong. We must throw order away. Now, because the Bible is telling us where our life is ruled from. It's not from distance. It is from what is going on where in our heart. Listen to this very carefully. He said, again, as if that was not good enough. It goes on to say, pay attention to the welfare of your innermost being. Waiting be this innermost being again is your heart. Don't forget what we've been teaching. Matthew 6, 6, right? When you go into your innermost being, innermost chamber, when you go down into your heart, that's where you converse with your father. How do you converse? In your thoughts, in your wills, in your discernment, in your emotions, in your affections. Praise God. He said, pay attention to the welfare of your innermost being. Listen again. For from there flows, the other translation says, the issues of life. That's where the issues of your life, uncle, come from the center of your heart. Listen to this. The other translation says, the issues of life. But the TPT correctly puts it as the wellspring of life. Now, this wellspring is like describing a season, right? A season. Now, but look at the explanation. I am not reading from my head. I'm just giving you the explanation that is in the TPT. Look at what it says. It says, 
out of your heart flow the seasons of your life. Again, out of your heart flows the seasons of your heart. So, if in your innermost chamber, you and your papa don't agree, correct? That thing that you agreed there flows, becomes the seasons of your life. As if it was not enough, he went on to say, it is our hearts, not our ages or circumstances that shape the seasons of our life. Waiting again, I want to talk. It is your heart. It is not your age or your circumstance. Whether you are living in Abba or you are living in Maryland and America or you are living in Atlanta, Georgia or you are living in Brennan KB or what, what is, it is not the, it is not the circumstances around you that shapes your life. What shapes your life is what is going on in your heart. It says, it is our heart. Again, it is my heart. Again, it is your heart, not your age or circumstance that shapes the issue, the seasons of your life. That means if you want to shape the season of your life to something, where do you shape it? It's in your heart. And that's all I've been teaching since January. How to shape what's going on in your heart, beloved. How to go into the innermost chamber of your heart and dialogue with your daddy and make sure that what you see there is beautiful, is glorious, is miraculous, is powerful, is good health, is increase, is wealth, is anointing, is you doing wonderful things for daddy, is daddy expressing the fullness of himself from you. That's what you see in the innermost depth of your heart. That which you see there starts to shape every season of our heart. Look at what he says here. He says, if our hearts are tender to God, we can live in perpetual uh, springtime. Not not once in a while breakthrough. Not the one that you go to mountain and shout and shout and shout. You get a job and then that job now you come to church, you give a testimony. Praise God, I got a job. And then two weeks down the line, you find out that that job is one of the worst mistakes you ever made. Now you have given a testimony. You don't know how to go back and go and say, wait, wait a minute. Excuse me, Pastor. <laughs> Excuse me, Pastor. There was an error. No, sir. He says here, listen to me. If our hearts are tender, that means our hearts are one with him at all times. We allow him. If he's tender, that means we're allowing him to mold it completely. It's him that feeds our life. It's his thoughts, his will, his discernment and affections that fill our life. He said we will live in perpetual springtime. Perpetual. That means all time. Okay? I am not saying what I don't, I'm not I'm, listen, I'm not telling you something that I saw somewhere. I'm just reading the Bible. If you have the TPT translation, go there, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. I read online so that I can see the subscript. If you, if you have the physical Bible, it will have a subscript, like a small number on top of it. Follow that number and go to where it explains it. If you read it online, click on that sub subscript number, that small number on top of those words. And then you will see this explanation. So I'm just reading to you what the Bible says. Now, let me now, let me now, let, let me now package this one finally. Let me just put it together here to tell you how powerful this is. That's why Romans chapter 10 verse 10, look at what it says. It says, for with the heart, man believes. There are two things I said, believing and the heart. This is example where the Bible tells you how this works. It is with the heart that man believes. 
unto righteousness. You can be saying in your head, I'm the righteousness of God. It's okay. As long as, listen, this becomes transformative. Don't forget when you start to believe it. I told you this morning that the most transformative act a man can do is to believe. And believe is what I explained to you before is to take personal possession, take personal ownership. I added to them last week that believe is that act that transcends our physical senses. They have your ability to transcend, to see yourself be, be, beyond what you see around you. The ability to see a new you, right? Outside from what your five senses tells you, that's belief. But how do you do it? In your heart. What is in your heart? Your thoughts, your wills, your imagination, your discernment, your affection. Now within your heart be that. So in that, you can create a new life. In that, you can see yourself having more than you ever had before. In that, that thing that looks impossible for your family. Now, deep down inside here, you can create that which you want, that which you desire. And don't forget, it is from that place that the issues of your life flows. Praise God. Again, beloved, if you notice, piece by piece, step by step, God keeps bringing us to show us how easy, how simple, and how close we are with him. Praise God. I've exceeded my time. I'm going to stop here and I'll come back to you again tomorrow by the grace of God. Don't forget to share as much as you can. As we continue to eat and enjoy, let's remember to bless our friends, our relatives, those around us, so that they too will see this same life. Please enjoy your day. Shalom.